It's Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. The energy equivalent of 600,000 Hiroshima bombs per day are being stored in the ocean, believe it or not. World's oceans hit highest temperatures ever recorded. We just keep waiting for things to get better, and they seem to uh, just be getting uh, worse. Entire West Coast salmon fishery closed due to relentless drought. Plus... Our country's natural treasures define our identity as a nation. President Biden protects public lands and waters with new national monuments. All of that good and bad news straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The new U.N. report warns... The climate time bomb is ticking and the world is running out of time to avoid catastrophe. We are nowhere close to making that Paris Agreement goal. To accomplish all of it, developed and the richest nations in the world would need to reach net zero by 2040. That is going to be nearly impossible. Wow, that's awful. But I guess a shout out to my baby boomers. Feels like we got the last chopper out of Saigon, doesn't it? (laughs) Yep, this is your... Green News Report. And that's a reference we baby boomers understand. Okay, Desi Doyen, good to see Al Franken doing comedy again. (laughs) Yes, it is. What do you have for us today? Well, first, on the heels of a bracing new U.N. climate report warning the world is moving too slowly to avoid catastrophic global warming, now a new study warns of a looming global water crisis and imminent risk of shortages. The study, published by UNESCO on the eve of a crucial U.N. water summit, finds that, quote, water scarcity is becoming endemic because of overconsumption, overdevelopment, and pollution, and warns that global warming will increase seasonal water water shortages everywhere, even in areas with abundant water. The report projects that by 2030, global freshwater demand will outstrip supply by 40 percent and urges an overhaul of wasteful water practices around the world. That's a problem. A different study this week finds that the world's oceans have hit the highest temperatures ever recorded, part of a steady warming trend since 1980. Earth's oceans absorb about 90 percent of the excess heat generated by humanity's burning of fossil fuels, hitting a new ocean heat record this early in the year, combined with a warming El Nino climate pattern forecast for later this year, will have widespread consequences, warns Florida meteorologist Jeff Berardelli. More extreme weather, spikes in rainfall because of the extra energy, hurricanes, and the heat index numbers as well, and more intense red tide and blue-green algae, as well as a loss of tropical coral reefs. So the bottom line is, if we want to deal with these problems, we have to combat climate change. Oh man, you guys are killing me. Literally. Officials in the Australian outback face a logistical nightmare in cleaning up a massive, stinky fish kill on the Darling River in New South Wales. Not so darling now, is it? Torrential rains swept agricultural fertilizer runoff into rivers. The nutrient pollution, combined with record-shattering heat waves, caused an algae bloom that used up all of the oxygen in the river, suffocating as many as 20 million fish. We really do suck. In California, despite a string of punishing winter storms, the western drought has had a delayed effect on salmon populations. Federal fisheries managers have canceled the entire 2023 ocean salmon fishing season along the entire west coast from Oregon to Mexico in an effort to protect fish populations that dramatically dwindled during 
during the ongoing drought. Now, how did the drought hurt the salmon in the ocean? Because salmon spawn in the rivers, and the drought prevented them from spawning, causing the population to crash. Got it. But some good news. Mm -hmm. President Biden has issued the first veto of his presidency, rejecting a bill brought by congressional Republicans trying to ban the ESG investment framework that allows investment managers to consider factors such as climate change, environment and social impacts in long term investment decisions for pension plans. ESG stands for environmental, social and governance. But Republicans mainly objected to the environmental part of the voluntary guidelines, it disadvantages fossil fuels. Pension managers are still required to seek the best returns for their clients. Actually, they just objected to it because ESG rhymes with CRT and they got to run against something this year. Finally, Biden this week also protected large swaths of American wilderness from development, designating new national monuments in Nevada and Texas and a new marine monument in U.S. waters near Hawaii. In Nevada's Mojave Desert, the new Avi Kwame National Monument will protect sacred Native American lands, ancient Joshua trees, and rare wildlife. Scientists say such refuges are critical as global warming dramatically reshapes conditions on land and sea. Here's Biden at a White House conservation summit. We're protecting the heart and the soul of our national pride. We're protecting pieces of history, telling our story that will be told for generations upon generations to come. Well, so there is that. Yep. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we didn't have the heart to get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. You've got to have heart. All you really need is heart. When the odds are saying you'll never win, that's when the grin should stop.